Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. We have a great guest for you today, medical doctor and magical girl, Dr. Cecilia Sleeshon. But before I bring her out, where's Patty? That's right. As I always say, if I don't tell you, I don't know. I have to look it up. Where am I this week? If you are listening to this, the week we first drop, which is the week of Monday, July 11th. Yes, the year is over, half over. Ha! But if you are listening to this when we first drop, I am in town. Yes, indeed, I am in town. I am teaching, and I've got all sorts of very special things, kind of like events that you can come to with me. On Tuesday, in my regular University Magicus, I am teaching a class called Channeling Your Spirit Guides. Ever thought about that before? Um, I'm going to teach you a little bit about channeling your spirit guides. And it doesn't mean you have to, I'm channeling whoever this is. Sometimes it's just the communication thereof. So that's this Tuesday, universitymagicus.com. And then this week is also Witches Fest. Yes, Witches Fest. If you are in the New York area, you can go live. This is a hybrid. It is both a live event with live people and entertainment and bands and a virtual event with amazing people all weekend long. I'm teaching classes on Friday and on Sunday, Witches Fest. On Friday at 2.30 Pacific time, 5.30 Eastern, I'm actually teaching a class, Old World Magic for the Modern World, teaching from my book and going next level with that. So if you're new to that, I highly recommend that through witchesfest.com. Org. I will give you that in a minute. On Sunday, I am teaching practical magic and spellcrafting with basic elemental magic. For all of you who's like, oh, you get my little bit of magic lesson here and my little bit magic lesson there, you're going to have a good solid hour and a half class on practical magic, how to bring it into your life every day, spellcrafting, and basic elemental magic and spellcraft. So join me at Witches Fest. It is witchfestusa.org. And I have a contest going for that. I can offer one free ticket for anybody who just sends me an email, put Witchfest contest or anything Witchfest in the subject line. I'm going to give away midweek this week one ticket worth $95 to Witchfest. So odds are really good, you guys. Email me at patty at pattynegri.com and write Witchfest or contest in the subject line. And you will be in the running to win a free $95 ticket to Witch Fest, which is Fest, W-I-T-C-H-S Fest. Now that could get into a whole other subject with me, which with an E-S, which with an S, which with an apostrophe, that's a subject for another day. But this is W-I-T-H-S-F-E-S-T, USA.org. And also at the end of the month, and we're almost there, we have a couple tickets left for our girls' trip to Texas to the Old Park Hotel, join us in an investigation at a really haunted place about three hours out of Dallas. It's going to be me and my partner, Natalie Jones, from Paraflix, uh, Paranormal Princess, Haley Michelle, Moon Girl. It's, it's going to be amazing. And maybe you. Tickets for that, you could look online. And next month, Michigan Paracon. And that's a big one where everybody goes. I'm doing a big gallery and a big thing. Chip Coffee is doing one. Everybody who's anybody is there. And we're way 
Upper Peninsula, Michigan, uh, at a beautiful Indian casino. So join us there too. Look into it. I post everything on all my social media. Um, so if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, sign up for my newsletter. I actually occasionally send one out and tell you what I'm doing. And the other one you want to sign up for right now is Romania. Yes, the birth of the vampires in Romania this November with myself when we're going to be doing witchy, beautiful magic. We're going to go to the witch's pond and do some beautiful ritual magic. We're going to go to that really haunted forest and to all the appropriate Dracula castles, the Vlad Castle, Bram Castle, and... Not only do you get me and these amazing places, you get Father Sebastian himself. Yes, the king of all the vampires for the past 20 plus year, Sabretooth Clan, who knows more about vampires, both the mythical side, the lifestyle side, the legend side, the television side, with Father Sebastian, and also very much the magical side. And if that is not enough, it is a triple header. We have James Anito, Catholic priest and exorcist. So you have it covered on all sides. So please join us. Talk to Maria and the birth of the vampires. Also on my website, check it out. Guess what time it is? It's time for the Willow Report. Guess what week it is? Oh, wake up, baby. This is the week that Willow yawns. No, every week is the week that Willow yawns. This is the week, if you're listening when we first drop, that Willow is racing at Los Alamitos Racecourse in the Wiener Nationals. Willow is vying for fastest wiener in the West. And guess what? She's doing really good. My husband, her daddy, actually built her a real race gate, a real race gate, just like they're going to use at the racetrack. And we've been practicing every day. She sits in that little race gate. She darts out of it. She runs straight for me or him or whoever's at the end. She's a contender. And we found out what race she's in. So if you guys want to go or just cheer her on, it's actually on TV somewhere, but I think it's like racetrack stations because they do bet on the horses in between. She is in the third trial, and she's number five, and her silk colors are green. These are the same colors and numbers that the horses use. So they have the big horse jackets, and they have the little dachshund jackets. So I got to get me some the willow wear in green. So the Willow Report this week is this is the big week that we have been waiting for. We are going with everything we got to be the fastest wiener in the West. This Saturday, 7, 12 p.m. Pacific time, cheer on the willow, 7, 12 p.m. Pacific time, trial number three, the, what do you have on your nose? The Wiener National, <laughs> at least you have a pretty tongue that you show everybody all the time. That's the willow report. Go. I'm a wiener. I'm a winner. I'm a wiener. I'm a winner. I'm a wiener. I'm a winner. I'm a racer. I... <laughs> all right. I'm going to put her back to bed now. That's the Willow Report. Hi, everybody. How about some magic, shall we? This week's spell crafting or witchy lesson is going to be about manifesting what you want and how to be a really, really good spellcaster. And what makes a really, really good spellcaster? It's focus and intention and belief. Um, 
And if you need to stair step it, because as you guys know, I'm the queen of mind, body, spirit, or, or in witchcraft, it's creation, working, dispatch. You have to believe. So say if you're doing, let's go the simplicity of a money spell. So if you're doing a money spell, I'm really good at money spells, getting money spells. Um, if you believe that you can have a million dollars by the end of this year, if you believe you can, I think you could do the magic. If you, in the deepest of your heart or written all over your body, think there's no way I could have a million dollars by the end of this year, stair step it. It's not healthy to do magic that you don't believe isn't going to work because guess what? It's not going to work. If you need to stay, okay, I'm going to, my first money spell is I'm going to get a raise. And my second money spell is I'm going to get a bonus. And my third money spell is, I'm going to get a gift from the universe or the heavens or my fourth money spell, do it because the more successes you have, that will make your confidence a better spellcaster. I've always kind of naturally been good at that for some reason. And things that should not have worked, um, like getting on wipeout and beating a hundred thousand people to get on a physical that I would not have been bright for. I believed I could do it. So therefore I did. You know, if I had to stair step to get there, that would have been great, but I didn't. Same thing with Master Chef. Uh, me knowing I didn't cook, but me full, every cell in my body, every movement said, I'm going to cook for Gordon Ramsay. And if you could put that faith into it, yes, I did. I beat that other next hundred thousand people and cook for Gordon Ramsay. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, this works so good. This spellcrafting, this faith, belief, commitment, 100%. But then I did it with America's Got Talent. And again, all three of these things were not things that I'm expert in or should do, quite the opposite. And what I had, though, was the faith and belief. So whether you want to call it spellcrafting and magic, or you're a spellcaster, or you want to call it new agey affirmations and vision boards, or you want to call it prayer or wishcraft versus witchcraft, it doesn't matter. But the key ingredient, no matter your herbs or your oils or your chants or your mugwort or your dragon's blood or your all those things you're using from your kitchen and beyond, the most important ingredient is your belief in it. And if you have to build up to that, don't feel bad about it. I promise you, a little baby spell, it's love. If you're not ready, though you should be, but if you're not, I don't, you should. If you're not ready for the love of your life, because um, you just haven't even been dating at all, start out with that you bring that the universe or God or gods or whatever you brings you some lovely people to date and get to know. And then if you're ready for that committed relationship, go for it. I, it's a hundred thousand billion zillion times better to stair step your way up and have success after success after success than I'm going for the moon. Don't start with world peace. Start with peace in me, peace in my family, peace in my household, peace, then move on to your school, your workplace, your city. If you get peace starting with you, then we could all do peace on the earth. I think, yes, it's good to pray about that. Yes, it's good to do it. But you don't want to have failures along the way. It's like, what? I, I did magic that COVID was gone and COVID wasn't gone. Maybe start out that you don't get COVID. That's how I started out. I don't get COVID. My husband doesn't get COVID. The closest people to me, nobody's going to die of COVID. Work your way up when you need to. So anyway, don't feel bad about it. Feel good about it. So 
stair step your spellcraft, stair step as much as you need to. But if you have faith that you can fly without an airplane, I think one day we're going to be able to do it. That's probably using that other 90% of the brain. At this point, I'm not seeing much being able to break the law of physics or fly without an airplane or get a foot and a half taller without trying, you know, without some medical thing or shoe lifts. But one day I think the sky will be the limit. But for now, you are your own limit. So push it, push it, push it, and keep it growing. Magic is everywhere. You just got to look sometime. She's a friend of mine. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Cecilia Slishon. She is a licensed naturopathic medical doctor and the owner and founder of Atelier, I think I got that right, Aesthetic Clinic in Phoenix, Arizona. She specializes in aesthetic medicine and naturopathic dermatology. She loves to incorporate her background in naturopathic medicine for her patients to get the best and long-lasting aesthetic and regenerative anti-aging results. Dr. Cecilia began to open up her psychic ability while in medical skill. Her curiosity into the opening of this ability eventually led her to manifest high vibrational relationships with spirit guides of different backgrounds who she works with in her daily personal life. In her professional practice, she works with a team of spirit guides who aid her in creating the best artistic results and optimal health plans. Who does not want to go to this woman for your beauty doctor? Welcome, Dr. Cecilia. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, Patty. I am fabulous. So happy to be here today talking with you and with all the beauties out there, with all the magical beauties. Yes. I, I mean, I, I know now in our day and age, our, our esthetician, our beauty doctor is, is as important as every other doctor that we have. And that is how it is. And to find one that is spiritual and works with in my world and our world is just like, that's hard pressed to find. It's, it's worth a trip to Phoenix, everybody. It's, it's easy to get to Phoenix. Um, so I love that you're kind of opened up in medical school, which interests me a little bit because medical school, I mean, not that I've been, I haven't, it's, but that's a very left brain, oh, yeah. exact fact kind of world. And you're opening up that right brain spirituality. How did that even happen? You know, honestly, it was just kind of like by total left field that it started to happen. Um, I think a lot of times whenever we go through a very stressful situation in life, it just, it pushes your soul in a direction where you're like, wait, there's something else. There's something else. And I just, I remember when it first started happening, I was sitting in a class and this class was like in a big lecture hall and I was kind of toward the front. And then all of a sudden I just got this like feeling and I just started crying. And I was like, why am I crying? And then I just kind of realized, wait, this is not my emotion. Who's crying? And I started looking around the room and right behind me, um, and this is now one of my good friends, she was crying and it was because her dad had passed recently and I was basically tuning in to her energy. I didn't know what to make of it at first, to be quite honest, and then other things started happening and I was like, what the heck is this, you know? So that's when I kind of started diving into what the heck is this? And that's where I kind of started my, my magical journey into opening up. And it was because, you know, medical school was, uh, like you said, 
very, very logic brained, very like rigid. And all of a sudden, you know, you've got all of this magic going on and it infuses you and it helps you right along. But I got curious about it. So I, I started to dive into it, you know. That's beautiful. Um, so you're an empath. Because I mean, that's somebody who feels everything. That's oh. an empath. So that's the first step into the gift of things, which again, absolutely. nothing better for a doctor to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I am an empath, sometimes to a fault. But you know, I, I've learned, you know, to cope with, you know, several mechanisms and strategies so that I don't take that energy into my daily and personal life. I leave it, you know, right at the office and at the practice where it needs to be left. Um, but also, you know, I, th that's how I can best help my patients is tuning into them, tuning into their energetic field and just, you know, making sure that what their goals are, are aligned with my understanding and then boom, the magic happens. So that is like in a nutshell, what I can say that eventually this ability has evolved me to do. That is beautiful. So and, and meeting your spirit guides that you work with, you said different paths of guides and things come in. Now, did you meet the guides and then they decided to help you in your practice or did they start helping you in your practice and then you figured out who they were? Um, I kind of met my guides at first, um, you know, and it was kind of like a one by one. Uh, at first it was, you know, please help me pass this class. Please make sure that, you know, I, I make it through and I, you know, I make it through clinic and everything. And then later on it, it evolved to, I need help with a treatment plan. Can you guys please help me to, you know, either point me in the right direction to whoever I need to ask, you know, to have more better resources or help me to find something here online and just kind of guide me in the right direction. And it works. Um, now it's to the point where, um, and FYI, I'm actually coming out to the world with this. Um, with on, <laughs> on the switching hour. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, there are a few people that know this about me. Um, however, there are also a lot of people that don't know this about me. So I'm basically blowing the door wide open and this is who I am guys. Um, this is who I am inside. This is who I am in my spiritual practice. Um, so I do communicate with my spirit guides and, you know, sometimes there is a necessity for me to call upon other spirit guides that I don't yet have. So usually, you know, I'll make a call to the higher realms out to the universe and, most recently, um, because I'm, I started my aesthetic practice um, not long ago, I'm by myself in my practice. So I need support. And sometimes, you know, when you don't have anyone, you, you have to call someone, you know, to have somebody physically there. Um, it helps to know that there is an experienced guide right by you. Maybe you can't see them, but I can hear them. So I made a call to the universe and one of my guides um, that came through and agreed to work with me used to be a plastic surgeon. Ah. Yeah. And um, he's with me right now. In fact, before I came on, I had a, a conversation with all of them and I said, hey, we're going to be on a podcast today. It's going to be cool. <laughs> And, um, so they are all on board. Um, but yes, this spirit guide that came through, he was, um, very gifted plastic surgeon. Um, 
sometimes whenever I'm in a procedure, one of my, one of the biggest things that I am focused on is patient safety. Um, especially when I'm doing any filler procedures, you know, I want to make sure, am I safe? Am I in the right plane? You know, am I also making the right artistry for this person, wherever I'm going to place this product? So even though I know, you know, the logical stuff, the left brain stuff, the, the anatomy, everything that goes into it, the technicalities, there are still times that I'm just like, okay, there are variations in anatomy. So spirit guides just help me to stay safe. Help me to, you know, make sure that my instrument enters correctly and I don't cause any more, I don't cause any damage or harm to this person or, you know, and they stay safe and I'm, and I'm staying safe and compliant. And this is what he helps me to do. Um, I know that, you know, sometimes it's, it's as even, it, it's even like, you know, millimeters of a difference where I'll ask him like, Hey, am I inserting this correctly? And he, he'll go, no, 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 no. Move three millimeters down two millimeters to the right, right there, go. And I'll hear that. And then all of a sudden when I enter physically, I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. I'm in the right spot. This is going to be beautiful. And the most beautiful artistic results come out. And I know at the same time I'm being guided. I am staying safe. It is the most empowering, the most beautiful feeling to work with these guides um, because it not only comes down to artistry, but, you know, sometimes it comes down to listening to the body, the, the, the energetic body of my patient. Um, not only, you know, to the intake, whatever they're telling me what's wrong, but also, you know, where is there a certain energetic pattern being held that's causing disease? And this is what I can tune into now through having worked and having built a relationship with, you know, specialized spirit guides from, you know, higher realms and those that come through. So yes, sometimes um, I, you know, I've built relationships and then sometimes I'm like, Hey, who out there is willing to work with me? And we, you know, just like any person, just like you're interviewing me right now, I do interview them. We go through an interview process and I'm like, Hey, let's see if, you know, we're a good fit for working spiritually together. And, you know, my guy now, his name is David. David said, yep, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to guide you through this. This is going to be a great partnership. So, yeah, that's a, a little bit about, you know, how I work with them in my daily practice. That is fabulous. I mean, again, and this is the first I've ever heard from a doctor like that. And it makes me so happy. And I can speak from personal experience as that coming out of the closet, so to speak, thing. I, for years, because I was in a very corporate production company, and it was like, that's my private life. That's my private life. That's my private life. And when I came out and the doors blow open, nothing has been, I mean, it's been the best ever choices of my life. So I am 100% sure it will be for you. Um, no downside to it. Even if some people don't quite get you, that's okay. It's not going to hurt a thing. 28,000 other ones are going to go, oh, I get it. So yeah. So yeah. congratulations. I know it is Thank a big you. thing though, especially again, your world, the Medicare world, that's not how you guys are trained to be. And um, ugh, that makes me very happy. Yeah. You know, in fact, Patty, I was, um, I was talking to a friend right before I came on podcast. Um, and this friend of mine, she's also a doctor and also intuitive and i told her hey guess what guess who 
guess what I'm going to be on today? And she was like, Cecilia, that is great. We need this. And, you know, we do need this at this time because, you know, for so many years, um, a lot of doctors, you know, we consider ourselves healers at heart. That's who we are. We are healers. That's what we come into the world to do. And I am not the only one that possesses this, you know, spiritual ability to talk to guides and to communicate. And there are thousands of us out there that are like this. But, you know, unfortunately, the traditional establishment has, you know, put blocks on us coming out and speaking like this because, you know, we will be considered um, not credible or crazy or, or some other thing. And, you know, that's just something that needs to stop from here no further. You know, we are credible. We, we study like crazy. We do still, you know, practice standard of care, absolutely. But there are better tools available to us from higher realms, energetic tools, in order to heal people, in order to bring people into their highest vibration, into their highest vitality, it is possible. So we are the facilitators of those tools and it's time for us to come out of our broom closet, so to speak. <laughs> yes, I agree wholeheartedly. And, and, I, and it is happening. I Again, we talked about, ooh, the age of Aquarius or what we're moving into. It is not our parents, parents, grandparents, world, black and white, right and wrong. There is this new thing. Science and spirituality is crashing together into the quantum sciences and it is moving down to energy and, and guide. So I think it is time and it is really happening. I know a lot of people who work are therapists, um, doctor therapists, and now they're putting their spirituality into their regular psychology and psychiatric practice. And they're the busiest ones I know because we need that now. We, we yes. need that now because old ways just aren't working so much. Um, and and you are healers. Um, and I, again, beauty, beauty, aesthetic doctors, this has been rough times. People are not feeling good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe anything that you could do to feel good about yourself, you know, if you need a little filler and you need a little Botox and you need a little adjusting of whatever this is, why would we not do it in these tough times? Um, that's a healer as much as any other person out there. Our, our mental state, our emotional state, our self-worth state, it drives everything else in our life. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and this is something that um, I brought up to somebody and said, you know, if we are preventing our bones from, you know, going into osteoporosis, or if we are, you know, actively working to not get, you know, arthritis or achy joints by, you know, doing platelet-rich plasma injections, then why aren't we maintaining our aesthetic? You know, yeah. a lot of how we present ourselves to the world plays in part with how, how we feel on the inside. Who we look at every single day when we look in the mirror and, you know, that plays in part to, does it resonate with me who I'm looking at? Is who I'm looking at the person that's looking back at me? Does it match? And if it doesn't, you know, it takes a toll on self-esteem, on, you know, even self-worth to some extent. Yeah. Um, so this is where I like incorporating, you know, naturopathic medicine, energetic medicine, spirit medicine, 
and aesthetic medicine all together is just to bring back to the whole that person, you know, that, oh my gosh, I look like me. I feel like me. And that vibrance to come back, that is just, wow. That's just like the yeah. ultimate feeling. Yeah. And, and it changes your energy and our energy is everything. So it goes right back. So I, yeah, cause I know people like, oh, oh that, that's a cheating. It's like cheating what, but you, you color your hair, right? Yeah. You put on lipstick and makeup, right? Is that, is that exactly. cheating? I don't, so, so getting into the natural, natural path, naturopathic though. So how did that come about? Was that, was that something you were already leaning towards in the practice or how did that you know um that's a very good question uh so in when i was in pre-med i did not know that naturopathic medicine actually existed i had no idea about it i was just like okay i want to be a doctor so you know i did the traditional things went through pre-med studied for the mcat and then when i was checking out various universities traditional medical universities there was something that was just not connecting and i was like what what is it? And it was just like this, like sterile kind of disconnected feeling from patients from, uh, you know, this kind of like standard of care of here's a pill by see you or, you know, we're not going to prevent what you don't already have until you have it. That frame of mind did not really fit with me to the core. And I, I could smell something was off. And it wasn't until, um, I had an eat, pray, love trip due to an experience um, in my past, and I discovered naturopathic medicine on this eat, pray, love trip, and it was it happened to be in Belgium. I was just mm -hmm. trying to rediscover myself, trying to rediscover who I am at the core, and I remember I was sitting in like a little town square. There were like carriages going by, and it was so, it was such a pretty day, and I just I had my computer with me and I, I just started Googling um, natural medicine doctor, holistic medicine. And then all of a sudden, um, naturopathic medicine just came up and my alma mater, which is um, Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, that came up as well. Um, so I started looking into it and I was like, what's this? Ooh, what, what do you mean we, we get to learn about botanical medicine? What do you mean we get to learn about traditional Chinese medicine? Um, and so I booked a student for a day uh, trip to come out to Arizona. Um, four weeks later, when I was back in the States, um, I came to Arizona. And when the plane landed, you know, like when the doors opened, there was this energy in the air. And I, I think that was kind of like an in intuitive kind of feeling, but there was just this energy in the air of, this is where you are supposed to be. This uh. is it. And then when I visited the school, um, that was just confirmation. There were banners hanging in the hallways, um, you know, the healing power of nature and doctor as teacher and, um, you know, prevention is key those kinds of messages, I was like, wow, I'm home. This is what yeah. I'm supposed to be learning right here. And I had no question about it. I just knew right there and then. So I applied and I got accepted. Um, and, you know, I will say like, it, um, it was not an easy journey. It was, and I'm, you know, and looking back, I'm happy that it wasn't an easy journey because I think the journeys that are difficult, the journeys that are tough are the ones that mold you and shape you the most. 
And it was along this journey that I met you. Yeah. One of the most rough low points in in my medical school career, I met you. And that's when everything started. (laughs) Yeah. And and it is true. The hard journeys or the hard lessons and all that is where we grow the most. We learn the most. We get the most, the best results all the way around. So you you were sort of kind of doing it in, in saying what was on the walls. But for somebody who doesn't know what naturopathic medicine, kind of explain that a little bit. Absolutely. Um, so a naturopathic doctor, what we are is basically we have the same training as your regular MD or your medical doctor um, as far as general medicine goes. We learn the exact same thing. The only difference is we have a few more tools at our disposal. We get to learn botanical medicine. Uh, we get to learn traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. Um, We also get to learn chiropractics, um, hydrotherapy, and homeopathy. Those are all within our scope of practice. So we tend to practice pretty holistically. Um, We also do learn about pharmaceuticals, and we also have licenses to prescribe um, pharmaceuticals as well as hormones when it is necessary. However, we do, our, our core motto is the healing power of nature. So we try our best to incorporate the healing power of nature with every treatment plan and with every patient. And yes, you know, sometimes pharmaceuticals are warranted and we will use them from time to time just to help out a person and bump them back up. Um, But, you know, like I said, it's, it's also very important to realize that even though we have these incredible tools at our disposal with naturopathic medicine, we have higher realm tools as well. Some of the higher realm tools that I love to use are gemstones. I have gemstones right here. Me too, everywhere on my- Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I, that, you know, that's just some of the things that, um, that we use, but you know, gemstones are amazing to work with, especially when I'm um, trying to align an energetic grid and I see, okay, you know, your energetic blueprint pattern of your body, something is resonating, not correctly with it. What is going on right there? And usually when it's not resonating correctly at a certain area of the body, the energy is off. The energetic vibration translates to the cell. The cell presents with disease. So that's what I try to go in and try to hone in on and then incorporate, you know, of course, like the medical aspect in order to bring somebody into the next best step forward into their healing journey. And I, th- I think that one plus one equals 17 to me, having the, the yeah. traditional medical and having the less traditional, the naturopathic in, in my experience with everything, even in, in my work and all my different works that I do, you have this knowledge, this psychological knowledge and whatever it is and you put the magic together it's it changes everything oh it yeah. just it's changes a game changer yeah everything. yeah no i so, love it so again it really is changing and i've seen it even in the re- regular medical field um even personally because i've had energetic imbalances my entire life but why do you think so many doctors do you think it's just lack of knowledge that don't go there that because that's not what they were trained in school and they think, or it's just, they think that's just old thought patterns that just haven't quite changed yet. 
You know, I think a lot of it is old thought patterns that probably haven't quite changed yet. They definitely are changing these Mm -hmm. days. It's just, you know, the, what if I come out? What if I'm ridiculed? Are they going to pull my medical license? You know, it's, it's those kinds of things. Um, And really, Mm -hmm. you know, it's what I told somebody, I was like, you know, no, why would they do that? Like, you know, it's any time that I'm working with energy, I'm setting an intention. I'm setting a a very high vibrational intention. Yes, I'm still following standards of care. I have to, it's the law. You know, I'm practicing within my scope of practice. However, there's nothing wrong with setting an energetic high vibrational intention to help that person along. We're not breaking any laws, you know? We're not doing anything out of the ordinary that, you know, somebody that let's say um, is of a, traditional faith or traditional religion would do. So, you know, it's, I I think it's, it's kind of that, um, just trying not trying to be not perceived as not credible, or this person's a quack, or, you know, kind of that, I, I think it's overcoming that fear. Because I know that I know that there are several of my colleagues that they practice energy medicine at home. And some of them do practice it in their practices, but they're very hush hush about it. You know. So yeah, it's coming out. It's it is coming out. It is coming out and, and you could be a leader in that and you will see I I know these things. It's gonna <laughs> just rock on for you. Yeah. Um so it, it, so say somebody comes to, I really love what you said, because if, you know, if I go in, it's not like, okay, make me look 22 and whatever. It's, I don't feel like me. I don't, I, whether it's, you feel tired, but you don't act. I mean, you don't feel tired, but you don't want to look tired, stuff like that. So yeah. I love that you tell it, because it, it is energy. It's absolutely energetic. Absolutely. And, you know, um, it's what you said, like, you know, I, I, I want to look like me. I want to feel like me. Sorry, that was a motorcycle passing by. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a ghost. It was a ghost on my show. No. It was a ghost of a motorcycle. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I do get that. And, you know, a lot of the times what I get is the people that are fearful about, you know, aesthetic procedures, especially when it comes to filler. I get a lot of those. And the reason that they they come to me is because I'm known for natural work. Um, I love to enhance people very naturally. I love to make you look like you, but just refreshed as if you went to Tahiti and you took a nap and you're, you swam with the dolphins and you came back all refreshed. That's what I love to do. I I love it when somebody, this was the biggest compliment that I received recently. One of my patients told me, yeah, you know, people just kept telling me, oh, you look really pretty today. Did you get facial? You know, did, did you do your hair differently or something? That is the best compliment I can receive because then I know I've done my job. I've made you look like you. I've made you feel like you. And, and yeah, that, um, that right there, going for natural, going for the, you know, I'm I'm just replacing what was lost. I'm not doing anything yeah. crazy. I'm not out to make you look weird. Yeah, no, I'm no, just no Beverly look- Hills duck ladies. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I, I live in LA Beverly Hills and you see it's like, 
oh, they might have went a little too far. Whatever yeah. power to them, if that makes them happy, but they might have went a little too far. Yeah. And usually I tell people like, you know, if there's nothing wrong, if you like that look, if you want that mm-hmm. look, good. I just may not be the practitioner for you, you know, right. and there are other great practitioners out there that will sculpt you like that, you know. But, right. Yeah. So we have to be happy with ourselves. But yeah, I'd much rather hear you look great than good lip job or good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> what's going on yeah yeah so anyway well this has been just delightful i'm looking at time i have lots of other questions but we'll just have to have you come back so any words of wisdom for anybody if they're going wow i really you know whether they jump on a plane or in a car and get to phoenix it's not hard to get to phoenix not hard to get it is not hard to get to phoenix to have somebody who has all this world and our spiritual world Mm -hmm. and the practice I'm jumping on a plane to Phoenix. Aww, I'm so due. Um, yeah. Um, but any suggestions for people how to, to like, if they're going to go talk to somebody, you or who else? Like, Yes, absolutely. So whenever you go talk to somebody, whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, because maybe I'm too far away from you, mm-hmm. I always tell them, you know, look at their credentials. Um, Number one, one of the things that scares me the most is that there are so many providers that are just injection happy and they just want to go in and inject and they're not doing it very safely. Um, So look at their credentials. Where have they trained? Um, What kind of medical background do they have? Do they know how to handle an emergency should one occur? That is incredibly important. Um, And then do they know their anatomy? Where did they study? Those are the kinds of things that I I would typically tell somebody to do. Also, look at their porf- work of portfolio, uh, their lookbook, whether it be you know online and on their website or Instagram. What are their reviews like? That's what I would tell people. And then also, what I tell people is get a feeling for them, get an energetic feeling for them, because this is this is where I vibe with my patients. This is where I meet my patients halfway into okay. I understand. I feel what you feel. I feel where where you want your aesthetic to go. See that you vibe with them. See that that energy is there. See that they understand you because it's your face. It's your body. You are entrusting it over to another person. So those are the main key points that I would say, you know, really do your research in whoever does your work. Right. So go to Dr. Cecilia. (laughs) So anyway, before we go, so tell people how they can find you, where they can find you on social media, your website, everything like that. Absolutely. So on my website, it's www.atelieraestheticclinique.com. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Cecilia Slishan. Um, and then the other one is at atelier.aesthetic.clinique. Um, and that's how you can find me. You can DM me. You can also uh, email me. The email is on my website. And myself or my lovely assistant, Moha, um, who is working for me out of the Philippines. I love her. She's very nice. Uh, she'll get back to you if I don't respond. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Again, you guys, I know this woman. I love this woman. She is magic inside and out. And to have magic and an MD and a aesthetic doctor 
it's thank heaven. You. So thank you so much. Thank you for bringing your magic to the magic of the witching hour. Thank you so much for having me, Patty. It's been such a pleasure and an honor. Thanks. <laughs>